Yeah, great time out here. It's a Thursday evening, getting ready for the weekend already. But I'll tell you, AD, this is something that I've been looking forward to for a long time as a gambler. Circa is a name I, I think most everybody in the gambling world knows incredibly well. I had an opportunity myself to meet Derek Stevens, the owner, back this summer. I, I dorky Trent Condon, got to meet the owner of Circus Sports and talk with him for a good hour, just at the corner of his bar right there in the sports book and uh, the casino in Vegas back in July. It was an incredible experience. He's a really good guy. Something that they were hoping that they were going to be able to partner and get here in the state and uh, officially launching here this weekend. They've had their soft launch. Their app is going to have more and more menus. But if you're a gambler, and really if you're a big-time gambler, this is a place for you. As the biggest limits you're going to find out there, it's really, really good uh, what they do, and they really do cater to the gambler. It's, it's not about the promos. It's not about the, the free $10 bets and things like that with Circa. Most importantly, it's about getting the best odds, and that's what they work to do. that I look at it this way. You talk about those big bonuses that are out there, and those are great. I mean, I played around with them, I'm gonna to continue to play around with them. But when you're looking for the truest odds, one of the biggest things, Derek, the owner, he's a huge golf fan, loves betting on golf, loves the game, loves betting on it. But you look at what the takeout, basically what the book keeps. We know if you make a bet, you bet 110 to win 100, so it's a 10% bet. In a golf tournament, most sports will keep up to 35% basically big the way they set the lines before a tournament begins. That's not true odds. What they do is try to get most of that normal big, down to 10, 12% for, say, a golf tournament. Same thing when you look across, basically their futures markets are as good as it's going to be. So if you're betting futures, I love betting futures, you're going to get the best price, the quote unquote, most true price, if you will, betting them. So you won't get that bonus, but if you're betting correctly and if you're winning, you're going to win the most money betting with someone. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be jumping aboard with that one. If I was going to play a money line bet, it would be on Northwestern. Yeah. One of the things that, you know, we've talked about, AD, we talk even when we're not on the air, you know, we do the Hawkeye Nation radio show, we talk then, but we talk off the air and our language is a little different than it is here on the airwaves, but one thing that I haven't brought up to you this week is remembering when I was been in these spots before during the last 23 years of parents, when you feel like you're at the lowest of the lowest. And then think about the way that they've been able to pull themselves up. 
I remember the infamous 2017 Ohio State and 55-24 victory. The week before, how bad they looked against Penn State. That Ohio State team with Bosa and company was the best defensive line they've probably seen in half decade. They were playing at that high of a level, and you thought, there's no way they're going to block them. Like, they're going to have 12 sacks in the game. I will score 55 points. Go back to just a couple years ago. They go out to Michigan and get the bottom. Just look absolutely terrible. Struggle offensively a week later. What do they do? They pull themselves out of it by the end of the year. They score 49 points against USC and absolutely kill them in one of the best offensive games called games of Brian Perrin. So when we get to these low points, and they happen, Maybe we do need to remember that Iowa and Ferentz in general has done a really good job of pulling them out of those big dots. is a disappointment. And even at 10 and 2, and he'll feel great, and we'll be happy, and that means we got win against Minnesota again. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
But you're left out. And even then, so 10 and 2. Right now, what were they, 22 in the playoff rankings? More likely, they're going to be certainly in the top 15, probably in the top 12. Top 12 gets you consideration to get into one of the New Year's Six games. Let's say it's the Fiesta Bowl. They go to the Fiesta Bowl and they get to play Oklahoma State or whoever it is. A 10 and 2, a Fiesta Bowl berth, and yet that disappointment is still going to linger. It's still going to sit there during that time because you didn't get the shot. Stephen won a Big Ten title since 2004. 17 years. Think of where you were. 1985, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was born in nineteen eighty. inconsistent for the whole season, or the highs, mostly highs throughout the regular season, and then the lowest lows getting killed by Oregon in the round of 32. Now, because of where Iowa is as a program, I think anymore most everybody said just give me the final four. Now, we, we can middle around and, and go 19 and 14 in the regular season, but if we make that run in March, that takes over everything that happened before that, and you just want to see that happen again. You want to get to that level. A program like Oregon State, they played in the lead eight last year. 
They made the tournament in like 13 years and played in a tournament in 13 years and they got to the lead eight. Like, why can't Iowa get that pen? Why do we gotta have Oregon in the round of 32? When we're in a 7-10 game, why do we have to have Villanova or Gonzaga waiting for us there? What? Why can't we have Lehigh upset Duke? Why can't that happen to Iowa? When is that going to happen for Iowa basketball? In the end, is it somewhat of a loser mentality? <laughs> Certainly frame it that way, but it's the reality. Yeah. Yeah. You play in the first four. You're an 11 seed. You beat a six. You beat. Yeah. That's the fan of coming here. I mean, it's ultimately, it doesn't matter what level you are. If you're Alabama, and you're, you don't win a national championship, is a huge disappointment. They, yes. It, it's hideous. Where you're just looked at and go back to the beginning of the year. Yeah. My my sister, her boyfriend, went to Ohio State, the alumni, huge Buckeye fan. And he's nuts. I mean, I, I look at him and his buddies' expectations and, and talk to them, and oh, they chuckle at little old Iowa, and I just bring up 55 24 to chuck them up. But they play at a different level. Iowa basketball plays at a different level now than Michigan, even Purdue. Programs like that, they're at a different level. We want more, they want more. Everybody ultimately, you all want more. Let's just get more. Let's get more, let's get a Sweet 16. Let's find a way, let's get the Badgers to get upset this week. Come on, we kind of like Rutgers this weekend, by the way. 13 and a half. That offense still stinks. Let's just not turn the ball over a bunch this weekend. Iowa's gonna be okay. There's still a path there to get to Indianapolis. Gotta win for it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Marketing people. I, I met 
publication. But somebody like that, and he's going to be here this weekend. He's going to be up in Jefferson tomorrow, and they have an event up there. So for our listeners up a little bit north or even in Point, how to go up there. And he's just a normal guy. Now he's a Michigan fan. We don't hold that against him. And I like to ask him his, his always his thoughts on Harbaugh whenever I get a chance to talk to him. And if you get a chance to meet him tomorrow, do that because you'll get a good answer. And yeah, he's, he's got some thoughts. But you just, it's a small company. It's this incredible casino in Las Vegas, this amazing pool area that they have, the biggest sports book in the world, all of these great things. But in a way, it feels like a mom and pop show. It's the kind of people that are good. And ultimately, if you bet, this is who you want to bet with. These are the people. Another thing that gamblers will tell you is if you start winning, there are many operators out there that are going to live. If you're a big player, you play more than the $10, $20 that me and AD play with. If you're a big player, they'll start living you. They'll say you can't bet that much. They'll give you limits. Circle's not about them. They have the largest limits that are out there. You're not going to find anything bigger here in the state of Iowa. And if you're winning, try to shut down your account. Because there's so many, unfortunately, those places that will do that. If you're a positive player, this is the place for you, too. So I think you remember when I was out there, I took that video and I put it up on Twitter and social media and it's awesome, but it doesn't do it justice. I, I took probably a half dozen videos that day trying to just show what it is and you've seen the pictures and it is absolutely incredible when you see the pictures. And then you walk in and you see it the first time. AD, I've been a degenerate now for a long time. And th this started when I was a youngster. I was, my, my parents owned a bar. I was setting up the squares pool. I was the one that put the NCAA tournament bracket together every year with my buddies in elementary school. Fantasy sports. I was that guy that was always into some kind of wagering as it involves sports. And when you walk in there, it's the mecca. It is a place that you just can't even anticipate would be put together. Because anymore, casinos look at sportsbook as a necessity, but the bottom line is how to make the most money. And how you generate the most money is not the minus 110 big in sports gambling, it's another slot machine, it's another game, it's another table game, it's those kind of things, it's entities. That's how you make your money, that's how you make the bottom line. But for Derek and Circa, that's not what it is, he's a gambler, he's like us, he just loves sports gambling. So if we, he said, well, I'm going to make this place, I'm going to build this casino in Fremont Street, I want to do it with sports gambling at the forefront of that. That's what it is. It is absolutely incredible. Pictures don't do it justice. If you're in Vegas, stop out there. Stay out there. It's a really great new property. Fremont Street is weird and wild and crazy. It's awesome, too. And the best thing is, if you're bringing your wife, your girlfriend, your significant other, or just want to go out there and party, Stadium Swim, their outdoor area. It is six different pools, all separated together with huge screens, grueling the biggest screen in North America to watch any game possible. So the Super Bowl's on, of course they just have it on one screen. Or they can split this huge screen into 12 different games, so an NFL Sunday, you can see on any big TV you find in Vegas, one of those screens is as big as anything you're going to find. And you're there, you're by the pool, you're having a great time. It is an experience. You're looking for experience, and that's what Vegas is about anymore. And we can gamble here now. But if you're heading out to Las Vegas, they do it just in a completely different way. 
love it. Absolutely love it. Can't, can't wait to get out there. In fact, maybe we'll have some announcement here soon, maybe before the end of the year. Maybe something during March Madness. Probably not the first weekend because I got duties with the state basketball tournament. Maybe the weekend of the Sweet 16. Might be doing some shows from out there. And we need to get you out there, Andy, because you always have to stay. Whenever I'm doing a show, you got to stay back in the studio and you help us out. We need to get you out of one of these events. Yeah. <laughs> Like you said, I'm gonna bet it live. I'm gonna wait until before, as the game is happening here. Because we know I, if it's a close game, Northwestern's gonna win. If it's a blowout, these are the games that I will win. So I'm gonna look at it. If Iowa comes out right away, you can see. All right, they made some adjustments at the very least. Northwestern is bad as we think that they very well could be. And I was ready to go. Yeah, that I'm willing to lay the points with the Hawkeyes, but. It's a three and out, and Northwestern gets the ball, and they're dinking and dunking and doing all right. As they're dinking and dunking, all right, here comes the app. Open it up, take the live line, and take Northwestern plus whatever they're going to be at that point. I think that's the way that I'm going to get it. I know a lot of people this week have been looking at the total. Of course, last week it was a huge conversation piece with two elite defenses in Iowa and Wisconsin. I've heard some people leaning towards the under. I don't know if I'm there yet. Northwestern is just so bad defensively. They have the number 14 rush defense in the Big Ten. If there's anything that could cure the ills of the Iowa offensive line, it's the 14th ranked defense against rush in the Big Ten. Does that feel low? I think last week, it was 34, was the final total in the game, and 36 and a half was the number. I mean, Wisconsin almost got there themselves. Now they got short fields to do it, all those things, but the 40 and a half, I'd probably be leaning towards the over on top of what we were talking about there, playing the game. Kind of, you break it down, but then does it make sense to do it? So 
one of the biggest things with future in season, especially late in season. Say we're in the playoffs of the NFL, and you like somebody that's another guy. You like somebody that is at the time probably 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. All right. So they have three games to win. Say it's Michigan Rally, they're going to win that, the Capitals Championship, and the Super Bowl to get there. And they're going to be an underdog in, say, two of those three games. Three gamblers out there. Makes sense. You're making a $100 wager. Take that $100, play them on the money, carry over whatever you win. Say they're the favorite in that first game, you win 70. So you got 170 now on that bet. Take that 170, bet in the next game, and then the final game. And if you do that, you'll actually get better odds than you would that 12 to 1 that you originally started with. So that is a way, if you like the futures, and you actually want to try to make the most profit, that's a way to set it up. But here's the thing that I absolutely love about futures, and it is the other aspect of being able to make a profit. Understanding that ultimately, I'm going to make money here even if this doesn't come to fruition. Right now, I have a future on the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Got them before the season, got it at 13-1. to 1. Feel good about it? It's a good number. So, let's say that the season continues, they're playing well, and they get to the Super Bowl. I can hedge that and I can guarantee myself, regardless if you're a three-point favorite or a three-point underdog, I can bet on the other team and know that I'm going to make money on that bet before I made for the season. That's another thing with win totals. You get to the end of the baseball season, you've had this money tied up for months and months and months. But it's not the final series and so many of these, you can guarantee yourself a profit. So look at it a little bit like you know, kind of futures in a different world as it pertains to the stock market. That's what you can do with the futures market. And really, if you have a couple of good bets in there, you can guarantee yourself at the very least you can make some money when you go down that road. Just another way of looking at gambling again. Yes. Good as it is, seemingly every year. Yeah, 
the, the two games that they have to play in December are incredibly difficult. So that means on the back half of things that you're basically going nine and nine to get to that 9-11, hit the over on the season. You're right. Now, that means they're probably going to have to, part of those nine wins is going to have to be maybe a win against the Michigan or Illinois or Purdue. You're going to have to beat a league. You can't just beat up on the Penn States and Nebraska's in the world and pile up the victories there. But I'm with you. I'm incredibly intrigued with this team because ultimately, Rams teams are always going to be good offensively. Now, they might not be elite like they've been the last two years, but they're going to be very good offensive teams. But they now have the group that can play defense. They have defenders overall short of their hitting that can be at least on the plus side of the defensive side of the ledger. And when you put that together with a team you know is going to be able to score the basketball, it's going to be able to put it in there, it's intriguing because overall, he's a good coach. And I know there's naysayers out there, and there's a sweet 16 talk. There's so many negatives, but look around programs around us and look at Minnesota. It should be a lot easier to win in Minnesota than it is I. Nebraska's never won an NCAA tournament game. Again, never won an NCAA tournament game in their program history. Look how quickly it went south for Iowa State, for where it can be. I understand some of the frustrations, much like we talked about with football, but it's an intriguing year. If they get to that 9 and 11, 10 and 10 mark, I think they're going to be on the bubble. Now, you can't afford, though, here's the one caveat. These first six games against the dregs of college basketball, you can't lose them. You just can't. You, you have to win every single one of these games because they're not even playing teams that are, you know, some middling team that's the third or fourth best team for the Southland Conference. These are the worst of the worst of college basketball. One loss because you don't have a great non-conference schedule will completely drag things down, and that's what's going to stay. Because we know, might know if they get upset in one of these first three weeks or these six games, they lose it. For all intents and purposes, it might be over this I was in Vegas at that time. No, I did very well. In fact, uh, I was at the South Point, and my friend Chris Andrews is the sportsbook director out there. And I bet Omaha on the money versus me. I put 20 bucks on it. And it, it was like five of them, something like that. So I was back at Chris's office, and I had already made my bet. And I said, hey, can you show me how many people bet the Omaha money line? And he starts laughing. He goes, there's nobody that bet that. I showed my ticket. He goes, here, I'm going so he looks it up. They had, at the time, I think there was an overall, mostly on the points, right? But there was like 150 bets on the game. There was one bet that was on the Omaha money line. Came from yours truly. I got the book that day. It doesn't come around very often. But those are the kind of losses, though, that are going to derail this thing. Yeah. You mentioned point guard. Do you think it's going to be Toussaint, though? I mean, do you really believe that we're going to see a combination of Toussaint and Euless for, say, 36 of the 40 minutes a game? Because I believe, ultimately, we're going to go back to Linus and his blank. And Fran's going to go back to Old Reliable, the guy that's the all-time leader in assists in program history. He's done a pretty good job. And Bohannon, ultimately, is going to go back, and he'll end up being. That's how I feel.
we're on different pages here. You know, obviously because of the way that football season works and the way summers are here in our market, we talk a lot more football. You know how down I was on Spencer Peters all summer long. And I hate it. And that's where I am with Joe Tucson. I just don't believe Joe Tucson is a starting caliber point guard for a team that isn't in going to be a backup shooter, but I just don't see the skill set, even with the positives, with how good he can be defensively, how quick he is, all those things. I don't think he's a guy going to be a tournament team that you can rely on for 26, 28 minutes a game as a player. And that's where I am with him. I'm encouraged by Eulis. I hope that it clicks with him. If that's the case, though, and if Tucson just isn't the guy, and they get, keep going to that well, then they're probably going to fall short of that eight and, and, and not be a part of it. Yeah. shooting out there that's the case. That means that Chris Murray emerges. He's a shooter on the wing. We see Peyton Sanford could go out there for 15 minutes a game and hit two and a half threes a game. You're going to need more shooting if that's the case with Perkins out there, but there's just something about the guy that I could see a path where this team is really successful that has to line up with your backboard for a majority of the time. Beagle handed at the one and Perkins at the two. He just, he has such a different skill set than anybody that I was had under McCaffrey that I, that I want to see it. His athleticism, his power, his ability to get to the rim, that kind of guy, and then the defense that comes along with it. There's something about Perkins. He's down as I am on Tucson. That's a guy I'm buying stock in this year. Sure. Because athletically, 
Is he as talented as anybody on the team? Because people saw Connor, and Connor's not, he's a great athlete, it's not, we're talking about basketball athletes. It's new sport Right. Yeah. Right. But what we're talking about, and there's something about Patrick, his springiness, and I remember seeing him in high school, like, oh yeah, another, it was like, kind of like, this is completely different. He had a dunk at the state for When he took off, it was basically from two steps inside the free line. It was not a breakaway. It was one that beat Wieskamp. And, uh, and Wieskamp CD. And I said, well, that is so different than Connor than anything Connor's ever thought about doing in his life. Just how high he got above the rim on that breakaway. But he has this athleticism coupled with basketball IQ. It felt like there were times where it just it went too fast for him. The game did If it slows down, I think all of a sudden, that coupled with Keegan, Chris, Robrach is at least adequate at the center position. And we thought about the backboard a little bit, but you put those things together, Keegan's going to be there. If Patrick's there, Bohannon's going to hit some shots, and Robrach okay, yeah, this team could, at minimum, be a boat. take the afternoon off because Murph and Andy's going to be here from 1 to 3. I'll be doing the first hour of the Fanatics from here before I got to go out to high school football duties, which should be a great game itself in Southeast Pocadale. But we're going to be out here all day. Jefferson also tomorrow evening has an event. So if you're up there at the Wild Rose property, you can go up there, meet a lot of the crew. Uh, Mike Palm, who's from the state of Iowa, he's the vice president of operations. He's the number two in charge for Circa. He's going to be on with Ken and myself tomorrow. He's also on Beeson, who if you're a sports gambler, you know that radio network very well. He's got a daily show on there. Knows the business, obviously, and well, a lot of fun, but grew up in Iowa. And went to college, he's from Dubuque, went to Wallet. Went to Notre Dame was a teacher in Boone at the Catholic school in Boone also umpired he umpired the state tournament for a number of years but during college he also dealt cards at the casino right up right up the road from South Bend and decided you know what making $17,000 a year as a teacher back in the early 90s at the Catholic school in Boone probably wasn't exactly the best thing with a couple of kids on the way so he went into the casino business but he's one of us he's an island he's gonna be around this weekend too so just one of the many great people with Circa. Download the app, do it right now. Even if you don't fund it, just download it and play around with it. See if it's something that you like. See if it's something that makes sense for you. They're yes-no props that they have for basically every team. 
NBA, NFL, you knew college, basically all the teams right now in the top 15 to win a national championship. You can bet those, you can go cross sport with them. You know, like me, you don't have any hope about your professional teams. I can bet no on the Bears to win the Super Bowl, T-Wolves to win the NBA, Twins to win the World Series, Wild to win the Stanley Cup, and guess what? I'm gonna win because I'm gonna put those all, parlay them all together, not gonna happen. And though my teams will lose, I'll get a little money in there. Exactly. Yes. Go Hawks!